You can always tell a uh, movie is of high quality for my uh, corner when I can type into the search bar and the last thing that comes up is full movie. <laughs> Would you like to see the whole movie? It's public domain. You can watch it right now. No one's going to care. Um, important lesson uh, when your wife tells you to put something in the car uh, from your car to her car uh, do it right away instead of waiting three (laughs) weeks and forgetting and then forgetting about it and then she realizes halfway down the turnpike as she's making her way to New York City (laughs) and then she has to turn around Oh, did she get have to turn around? Uh, she wasn't that. She was. All, she almost made it to the turnpike before she realized. But that's it. like crushing. Yeah. To get from like even just to get from Ephrata to the turnpike, it's enough that once you get there, you're like, okay, trip can begin now, and, and then we're all up, up. Turn back around. My like, jackass husband, who was supposed to, it would have taken me less than fifteen seconds. To do what she wanted me to do. All I had to do was take an air mattress from my trunk of my car to her trunk of her car. It would have taken me 15 seconds. And she asked me, could you do that? I'm like, "Ah, I already took my shoes off. I don't know. I'll get, I have three weeks. I'll get it eventually. And then she calls me. I'm like, what What did you forget? You forgot to put this in the car. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. This was entirely my fault. Yes, yes. As much as we love to hear your failures as a husband, let's. <laughs> there are many. There are many. Let's 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 keep going so we can hear your failures as a movie watcher. Oh, just wait. <laughs> this is gonna be great. Hey, everybody, welcome to another Critic a Podcast. Where each week, we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix. Uh, this week's movie, the so- not so not blah. Escape from Silver Linings Playbook. Escape from Silver Linings Playbook. The Escape from Silver Linings Playbook. No, it's just Silver Linings Alcatraz. Gotta get out of this playbook. (laughs) Uh, No, Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, My name is Chris Klump. With me, as always. This is my favorite. And? No, I didn't. I didn't think you'd go that route. But before we get into that. Dude, speaking of of, of awesome sounds, though. Matt. (laughs) Matt posted this thing, and it is definitely Jurassic worth listening Park, to. Slow down. Jurassic Park oh, so soundtrack slowed down a thousand times. Just, just the I've heard of this. It's I've heard so of it. amazing. It's so It's like the best ambient like track you've ever heard. Like yeah. I've heard, it just I've heard makes them you doing, like zone out. It's awesome. I, I've heard them doing different stuff like that. It takes fifty with, minutes. Yeah. Fifty minutes. Holy shit. Yep. Because um, I know there there was a thing where they took, uh, uh, I think it was Beethoven's Fifth or some, maybe a Mozart piece, and they slowed it down a whole lot, and people yeah. were like, yeah, this is really great, but I didn't care until they did it with a movie tra- soundtrack. Now I'm like, yeah. yes, now it's art. <laughs> sure. We'll have to post it on the... Uh, yeah. Well, I can, I'll, I'll, I'll probably s- s- put in a, a clip of it here. So relaxing. It's like, it's like some pure mood shit. Yeah, it gets really like epic towards the middle. It's like it's the crazy thing about it too is that, like, there is still variation at each moment. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just like there's like five moments that change the tone. Like in the first like minute and a half, there was like all these changes, and you're like, mm-hmm. that means that the orchestra is that like varied. 
at when you slow it down this much, like there's that much variation from millisecond to millisecond, Mm -hmm. which is like just amazing to like actually hear that. Because it's just like wow, like it's all good. Like if you slowed down like a person singing, it would sound like nonsense. Yeah, it would be garbage. Like I don't know, just just, but like this, an orchestra, you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like this. Hey, look at me, I'm real slow, fucking shit. Although I will say, I will say, I I have heard some. I I, want to try to do this. Do you guys remember that song from the uh, early '90s called um, "I'm the Scat Man"? Yes. Okay, I heard somewhere that if you, up, if you slow up. that down like fifty percent, it becomes this like smooth grooves like jazz piece. Oh, hold on, we all know that the, the best song ever slowed down is the Home Improvement theme. Yes, well, that's uh, just done, wonderful. done by friend of the show, Aaron Rare. That that's yes. It becomes like this. Burp. Becomes like this weird, like bluesy, like. Can can that be found on YouTube? Oh I'll, yeah, I want to find that. We'll post that too. Oh, that's that will just be music that's slowing down a shit. Bam, 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 Trailer time! Trailers! I just saw a whole bunch of trailers! So, the first trailer we watched Black Sea. In order to make good with his former employers, a submarine captain takes a job with a shadowy backer to search the depths of the Black Sea for a submarine rumored to be loaded with Nazi gold. Okay. I had to throw Nazi in there because. Wait, I, oh, I, I, oh, it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, in it there. was just gold. I needed to throw in Nazi yeah, gold. Somebody call in IMDb. Well, oh, if you get on IMDb Pro, it is Nazi it's gold. So, it's so much better. Yeah, <laughs> you're not true. paying for that. I wasn't, IMDb I wasn't Pro. reading the pro. <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't reading the pro synopsis. Yeah, if you read the pro synopsis, it's Nazi gold. <laughs> and it's, that's like, what, it's that's got like a little swastika yeah, behind Nazi. That's wow. That's so cool. And when you hover over it, Christoph Waltz comes up and he's like, Yeah, exactly. That that is that is what you're paying for when you pay for uh, Netflix. <laughs> I, yeah. IMDb Gold. Do, are we getting paid for this? No, oh. no, we're not. Okay, we're volunteering our time uh, okay. so that IMDb can make it. That's what you get paid for. Wait, whoa, 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 we're getting paid for it? No, no, I was. Let me finish my sentence. That's what you get paid for when you have a job that does. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we don't have that job. Damn it. Uh, the biggest name in this, of course, is Jude Law, uh, and you wouldn't know it from hearing him. A very sounds- Scottish. Very different. Law. I yeah. I, um, and then a whole lot of those guy actors uh, whose names you won't recognize, but the second you see them, you're gonna go, "Hey, I know that guy." Um, this movie. All right, I I, I got a bit of a confession here. Any I've never seen it. I got another. Okay, well, no, I, I got another not confession to make. <laughs> I'm no any, fool. Anytime, anytime that you set any movie on. Any kind of like submarine or underwater thing, it instantly becomes terrifying to me yeah. because mm. drowning. Yeah. Um, oh, you, so it's a drowning thing, not a claustrophobic thing. No, it's definitely a drowning thing. Claustrophobia wow. doesn't bother me at all. Wait, so but like then it, it, it's not just it's not just submarine movies then. Like I mean, you shouldn't like Jaws either, right? Well, no. Eh, b- there's something about being underwater. Like in Jaws, you could swim. 
But like, say James Cameron's The Abyss, you're so you're screwed. Yeah. Like if if if, if something goes wrong, you're not making it to the surface. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Um, also, submarine slash like underwater movies tend to have a pretty good track record. Yeah. 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 I agree. Hunt for October. It's a good movie. Good movie. U five seventy one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I liked it. It's Crimson right. Tide's good. I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's um, the that's the ba- uh, the mutiny one. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, Is it good? I'll have to put it on my list. You, uh, down Par- das boot. Why down- aren't you talking oh, about das, das boot? boot? Das boot. Yeah, before we get to down periscope, down let's get periscope? to das boot. Classic, <laughs> classic. Hey, I I have I don't know why I like that movie. I but like I it do. too. I'm, I, I legitimately like that. I had periscope. I had a double feature one night of uh, uh, down periscope and Mikhail's Navy. <laughs> Wow. I, oh, had, wow. That's awesome. I had time on my hands. That's awesome. And I wasted it. Could have done something productive. Could have fixed my house. Nope. <laughs> Watch stupid comedies from the mid-90s. Oh, Sequest. I, yeah. I, my wife's a fan of Sequest. I am not. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite chapters in um, Not the Walking Dead. Um, right. Not, yeah, the World War Z. World War Z. Is on the submarine. Oh, okay. There's no zombies in that chapter, but it's really good. Yeah, and of course, so good. But yeah, like anytime, even movies that aren't that great, like The Sphere, isn't that great of a movie. It's okay, right? But because it takes place underwater, and it's like ah, it's so much more tense because yeah. it's underwater. Yeah. Um, and, and if this... you've ever played video games with underwater levels, oh, yeah. always yeah. the scariest. Yeah. Mario, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. The worst. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this movie looks like. Automatically, when I was like, "Oh, it's a sub movie," um, I'm automatically terrified because everything's going to go wrong. And of course, the rest of the trailer shows everybody everything going, going you know, everything going wrong. And I'm like, "Yep, this is going to be horrifying." Um, I, I I'm afraid it's going to be a little predictable. Um, well, especially since we basically know what happens already. Yeah, it just seems like, well, they're going to get the gold, and then they're going to turn on each other. Yep. Um, but where it goes from there, I'm not sure. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I want to like it already, just from the trailer. And Jude Law's awesome. I, I mean, I can't really deny that. Yeah. But, well, uh, Black Sea comes out January. It must be pretty good, because it comes out January 23rd. Again, running in for that Oscar bait. So, hopefully it'll be all right. Uh, the next trailer, uh, not so much a trailer, more, more of a, a teaser, teaser. Uh, that we saw. Inside Out. That's a heck of a summary right there. You might have to. No, it's emotions, dude. You can't. You can't. Uh, I, I had to expand the uh, preview, and then I went to IMDb Pro. Um, <laughs> growing up can be a bumpy road. It's no exception for Riley, who is uprooted from her Midwest life with her, her <clears throat> when her father starts a new job in San Francisco. Like all of us. This is too long. Yeah. Yeah, this is ridiculous. It's a and movie emotions. about emotions. It's about a movie about emotions. Done Free by Pixar. Emotions. <laughs> it's anthropomorphized emotions. Yes. Yep. Uh, the, 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 let's see here. Who all's in this? Uh, Amy Poehler, Louis Black, Bill Hader, Phyllis Smith. I'm not sure who Phyllis Smith is. Hmm. Uh, I thought you guys would chime in with, well, who? she's this. Phyllis Smith? Uh, okay. Well, Amy Poehler. Oh, and Phyllis from The Office. Phyllis. Yeah. I've, like I've the not, American Office. I've I've not seen The Office. Oh know? yeah, 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 Phyllis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, who's but, who's great at just being like, like, 
like and that so she looks exactly yeah yeah just that that woman that's sweet and <laughs> and older but also like says things you're like whoa what yeah <laughs> well already already the cast fits everything I mean you, a- Amy Poehler as Joy works very well oh she's joy. oh um, yeah Bill Hader's Fear works very well <laughs> Lewis Black guess who he plays guess who he plays anger. Uh, no, oddly enough, no. They, I think they missed that casting. There, oh. he plays. Bliss. He plays the little girl, Riley. Yeah, he plays the little girl. <laughs> no, of course he's angry. Stellar um, casting, absolutely great. So I'm a little girl. <laughs> Come on, um, just start yelling. Yeah. So automatically, being a Pixar film, I am putting this movie on a pedestal. <laughs> yes. It's going to have to be this good. Yeah. Or well, the, it, the it, best or it's part. A t- Total failure. The best part about this trailer, like it's about anthropomorphized emotions. Yes, and they can e- they have like, so many movies that have all each one of these moments like so perfectly captured. Yep. that this trailer is like somehow shows like literally like a minute's worth of actual footage from the movie and the rest is like four minutes of like just every amazing moment from Pixar yep. under whatever headline. You know, joy. Oh, here's these moments of joy that have happened and you're immediately like, oh yeah, oh yeah, like the Toy Story, whatever. Mm, right. uh, you know, whatever. And then it's like, here's fear, here's sadness, here's, and you're like, what a great idea. When I first trailer. saw this trailer, I thought it was some kind of documentary about Pixar. Right. Originally, I'm like, wow, this is a really interesting route to go for a documentary. And then I was like, why is Parker suggesting we do a trailer for a documentary? Um, and then when I saw the anthropomorphic feelings, I'm like, I am on board for this instantly. I am automatically 100%. into this. Yep. Um, even before any of them speak or say anything or just do anything, I'm like, I am on board entirely. Uh, but my absolute favorite part of the trailer is the very end where sadness comes out and kind of like looks, looks like she's expectantly a, yep, like. And then starts to kind of wave, <laughs> but then instantly just like pulls it Gets back and, and like away. just walks off the. St- I'm like, that's perfect. <laughs> so perfect. That's perfect. Um, as far as what's this movie actually about, I have no idea, and I'm yeah, okay let's with not that. read about it. Yeah, I'm not going to go into just it. Just go see it. Um, now, Matt, you had some. Uh, uh, I forget the um, one of the heads of uh, John Lasseter. John Lasseter, yes, thank you. Said this is the best. Film Pixar has. I, I don't want to misquote him because I'm trying to find the quote. And I can't I'm going to misquote him, but um, saying John Lasseter definitely said without a shadow of a doubt, "This is the yeah. best film Pixar has ever made." Here's what's on Wikipedia. Let me read that. Burr, 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 burr. I guess if you want to waste everybody's time, did you get Wikipedia Pro? Because <laughs> <No. laughs> everything on Wikipedia free no. is all lies, and then like the Pro is the actual facts. Uh, let me find that quote. I was on it, and then I got away from it. Just cut this out. Just cut it out. Cut it all out. Don't worry. I will. Leaving it in. All slowed right. down a thousand percent. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be the worst? <laughs> An end of the critic slowed down a thousand percent? That'd be terrible. <laughs> so here's what John Lasseter said. I don't know if this is... Here's what he actually Here's what he actually said. <laughs> Pete, doctor, the director has this way of constantly trying to figure out something that we're all familiar with in some way. He's constantly looking for these kinds of things. You look at people oftentimes, and they do something that make you go, what are they really thinking? 
Or it's like how a song gets stuck in your head and you can't get it out. Little quirky things like this that we all do. Certain emotions just seem to take us over. Anger, happiness, where you just start giggling and laughing and you can't stop. He thought, I want to take a look at that. His idea is that emotions of this little girl are actual characters that take place in her head and show how they eventually start to control things that go on. It's very, very, very clever, and it's truly unlike anything you've ever seen. Mm. Okay. So, John Lasseter bringing high praise. Now he kind of has a stake in that since he helped found Pixar, but... But but it was John Lasseter who, like... Is the I, the man behind some of the amazing ideas that we've already seen for right. Pixar? And if he's singing high praises, yeah. like it gets me excited. If so. he also if he's saying it's very clever, is right. good because like you look at like Monsters Inc. and some of these other ones that came out of like you know the seeds were planted by John Lester and some of these right. guys, and then developed by maybe others, but like. You know, just that. I mean, that's a clever idea. Right. Like some, all these some people are, are starting. Ideas. You know, some of the some of the more negative people are starting to say like, "Well, pictures starting to go downhill because they aren't like relying on those first brilliant ideas that they had." I mean, Wally was one of the last ones that they actually really right. capitalized on, and blah 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 blah. blah. It's like, first of all, and it's I, like uh, like Up and Brave were both. I think Brave is great. Like people, are Brave seeing, is like a cl- like clever in the sense that you're like you think you know what this movie's about when you watch the trailer. Yeah. You're like, oh, I can see what's going to happen. And then you're like, this is so different. See, I've not seen, I've be. not I, seen. I, I uh, really loved Brave. Brave and people attribute that with like, oh, it's part of the downfall of Pixar. What? I'm just like, not every movie needs to be like five fucking stars like Toy Story. This is, again, this is my problem. And I, I've stated this before. When a film company just knocks it out of the park every single time, right. and then they have one film that's like, Great, ninety eight, but it's not. It, yeah, <laughs> what? It, it it it's not. Yeah, perfect. Right, but it's still great. Yeah, like I don't. Then love... it's a then it's a travesty, and they need to like tear it all down. And I'm like, no, it's still great. Yeah, all right. It's not the even like, and I'm I'm gonna exclude Cars two from this bullshit. But like, even Cars, which is not a great movie, it's still good. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's I still mean, the sto- good. The, yeah, like the the store the. Message of that movie is amazing. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and still, and the other thing too is that, like, yeah, movies like Brave, like, <clears throat> yes, I don't, I don't love it as much as I love Toy Story or I love uh, Toy Story is a tough one to say because Toy Story, I think, even like Toy Story two, whatever, like the those they're they're great, but like they also have in them. A, a nostalgic factor for a certain right. for a certain level a group of people that were there when Toy Story one True. came out at a perfect age where like you know like if like Toy Story three is a great movie but it's not like <clears throat> like on its own without one and two behind it it's it's as good as Brave in my opinion. On its own, sure. when you when you put the entire history of it on there, sure, yeah, yeah it, 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 pumps, it bumps it up a bunch of levels. Well, really. let me also say, I don't like Brave as much as Wally, but 
Wally. He's just really Wally, good. Wally's so Wally's really like, damn like, good. Wally is like within ever. yeah. The, the 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 crazy thing is like we're talking about a movie that I would seriously put in my top twenty movies right. of all time. Yeah, right. Wally's not, awesome. animation. Not, animation. not animation. Not animation. Just, not, just in not movies. movies that not children's movies. Not, not anything, not anything. Like that. Just top twenty movies of period. all time. Absolutely. Yeah. So for me to say like yeah, I didn't like it as much as Pixar's best movies <laughs> is like you can't then twist that around and be like oh yeah they're making See? shit movies. Right. But that but that's <laughs> like, the, no, that's that the problem. That's the problem, said, especially yeah. with our like our internet culture. Uh, yeah, of just constant every, criticism. Yeah, constant criticism about everything, and oh, then being really so out. so <laughs> harsh. Yeah, nipping yeah. every little movie thing. movie wasn't one of my favorite movies of all time. It's total shit. It's like no, it's still can't good. That, it's right. just not perfect. Like Absolutely. Wally is like a masterpiece. But then it's um, it, the same. It's like the same. It's like the same thing that they don't. You don't realize you're doing with like a Marvel Studios. Like yeah, Marvel Studios is knocking it out of the park with the last few movies. But there were some really bad ones. But suddenly yep. it's like, well, they didn't happen. Because all the last five, last three or four have been awesome. Yeah, exactly. I would like, say there's been bad ones. Dude, Captain America the is The first bad. half of the America it's is mediocre. bad. No, Captain mediocre. America is bad. It's bad. The first half is great. <laughs> okay, that's fine, but like... It's still a bad movie. The second half is really bad. I've never seen, so that's why I say it's mediocre. <laughs> I've never seen a World War II film that gets boring... When right. they get to when World they War get II. When they get to the war. Oh, no, no, that's no. When it gets I've never seen a World War II movie that says, ah, who wants to see people fighting Nazis? <laughs> yeah, let's get rid of them real quick. What are you doing? You had one yeah. opportunity to You had Captain one <laughs> job, and that was to see Captain America fighting Nazis. <laughs> nope. You not going to see one it. job, movie. <laughs> no, I just want to see him talk to nah, people. Let's <laughs> get like weird guys with laser cannons. Yeah. Those, are, yeah. those make much better villains than Nazis. <laughs> right, guys. If, right if guys. all these other movies from the it, past it's, it's, that it's had the Nazis same thing have, with, uh, have proven uh, anything. It's, it's <laughs> the same thing with the first Thor movie. It's great until we get to Earth, and then I'm bored as fuck. Again, Thor, not bad, just mediocre. Right, but it's still like... And their sequels were both good. But, so, but but again, it's mediocre. You're right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, maybe they weren't bad, but it's like uh, now it's like Marvel Studios can do no wrong. Now they're and crushing I, it. I'm I'm in that yeah. camp because I'm like, yeah, they are doing amazing things. But let's not forget that like they, they have the capability of <laughs> doing <laughs> less than great. Things. Iron Man right. two, right? Yeah, Iron that's Man mediocre. two is that's bad. bad. It's just bad. I wouldn't say it's just mediocre. It's not bad. I don't. I would. I would sit. Okay. If there it's was a Marvel movie, you, it, it's bad if you're comparing it. You yes. know what I mean? That's yes. the problem. And yeah. That's what we're talking about. If, if, but it's just. Like, it's just the idea that wherever you are on the swing, if you're on the upswing, then like you forget about the mediocre things. If you're on the downswing, then all of the all of the negatives start. Outweighing the positive, right, like, right? It's just like, oh, nitpick, nitpick, nitpick. But as soon as like you're on the upswing, it's like, oh, don't worry about it. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah, it was, it was all good. Like, it was all good. And That's it's just true. like so much so about pi- where yeah. your momentum P- is at. P- Pixar is almost on the opposite swing right. of of Marvel right now. They're looking across each other. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's true. So. It's true. But, but uh, yeah, I think we're, I think they'll be fine though. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they'll be fine. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be just fine. I'm sure they're going to be just... Well, I think the fear is that Pixar... Because Disney Animation Studios did go through decades right. where they weren't... Maybe not decades, but... No, it almost, was a long time. You know, they would go through at least tens of years of time right. where they weren't what, once, uh Once What's-His-Name took over... Um, like, uh, there I was forget. a time... Never mind. I'm not going to make I mean, it. They had forget their, his name. They had their golden age, you know, throughout the... I can't believe I'm forgetting his name now. I know um, what you're talking about, but... Yeah, he was CEO, 
for Michael like, Eisner. Michael Eisner, yeah. Eisner. The second Eisner took over, things kind of got <laughs> kind of yeah. got rough for Disney. Yeah, that's when he was like, "Why are we sitting on all these properties?" But it's turn happened. them out. But it's sequels. Happened, it's happened like multiple times. Oh right. yeah, right. Because yeah. they right. had their for golden sure. age mm-hmm. that they started out with, then things kind of slowed down, right. and then things kind of picked up again, and then there was like a period, and then in the nineties they had like their re- their. Right. Titanium age. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. and then we kind of got into a down period again. So people are worried about the, that. They're on the upswing they again. They are. They are oh, they're absolutely. on the upswing again. Absolutely. So, you know, Pixar, if 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 we're going to allow Disney to have those right. periods, we can right. allow Pixar to go yeah. through periods where not every movie they're making is the best <laughs> movie of all time. Right. Like we're talking about a period of like two films, if that, one film. But see, that's the <laughs> same. I mean, thing. and it's like Disney had like Countless films, films in those oh yeah in those bad periods mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you go back and you're like oh god these are terrible these movies. are yeah. awful. Like, <laughs> was it Black Cauldron <laughs> like stuff like that it's just awful films but again uh, like our attention span as a as a as a people is so short now yeah. where back then Disney could afford to go like well we're gonna go five to ten years without right. anything quality. <laughs> Where you know, I like that they would be making that decision, <laughs> guys. Uh, let's do ten years where we let's just do make ten garbage. years where we don't try. <laughs> we got hard. enough money. Let's just do ten years. Of, let's just we're not going to try as hard for like keep ten on years. Keep toes out there, you know. Yeah. Uh, but nowadays, like Pixar does one film that is okay right. or just just great. Uh, <laughs> what? Not not perfect, but what? just great. Suddenly, everybody's like, "Nope, done with Pixar." Screw them. And again, Ugh. even Cars 2, I have not seen the film, supposedly, is like a great, like, is explicitly a kid's movie, right. but is still like a great kid's movie. Right. Like, if you want to take your kids to right. see a Again, movie, yeah, you're comparing it to kid's movies. Like, if, you, yeah. if you're putting it in that like, it rocks, it's like, holy crap. It rocks like a 72% right. in Rotten Tomatoes. It's <laughs> yeah, still like, better than like you're so talking, much You're comparing crap. it to, like, Nomeo and Juliet. Like, yeah. yep. that's kid's movies. Happy like, feet. Like, yeah, just relax. Like, Madagascar, all good. that bullshit. Yeah. Ugh. So, well, uh, oh crap! I did it again. I don't know when this movie comes out. Yeah, it comes out. <laughs> it comes out eventually. Pixar, we'll, Pixar's we'll do, making it. Yeah, don't Pixar's worry. making it. It's all, You'll all hear you, about it. It's all you need to know. <laughs> you definitely will hear about. I it. I don't think you're gonna miss this one, folks. <laughs> and you're definitely not Wait. gonna get the scoop here. <laughs> <laughs> Did the new Pixar movie come out? I don't know. I was listening to End of the Critic, and they didn't they even didn't, mention it. They didn't tell me. <laughs> Well, let's just they sit in our... It's uh, June 19th, 2015. Well, yeah, okay. let's just sit in our cell, in our, in our psych ward cell, staring at this wall. And there's no one else in the room. They're nobody just talking to nobody. <laughs> nobody else. Let me start another episode of Enter the Critic in my they, head. They just press their head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm Chris Clump. I'm Matt Schaefer. Uh, I'm just picturing it. Zoom out and it's Chris. Yeah, it's just Chris doing the show. That's what people don't understand. This this podcast will never end in my head. <laughs> All right, well, moving on. We have another fabulous edition. Mm. Mm, fabulous. Chris's Corner. Chris which his I, name corner. is Chris. He's got corners. Don't <laughs> rub them off because then it'll be soft and curvy. <laughs> Hey, you kids, get away from my corners. Get off of my lawn. That's right. Get off my corners. Chris's corner. <laughs> so, first all right, week. That's all. You need to, you need clip, to that clip that together. together. <laughs> Listen, I'm good at editing, but I'm not Chris, a god. Yo, Chris, clip that together because we're only going to do it every other time we do Chris's corner. <laughs> yeah. We're only we need, do it every other episode. We need something that's consistent that we can then imitate. Constantly, every episode. I don't even know why I have sound clips anymore. All right, so um, after watching uh, Silver Linings Playbook, 
I thought, <laughs> you know what? You went equally. <laughs> I went, you know what? I got an hour and a half. All right, Netflix, what do you got for me? And it said, Chris is just Chris just wishes he could sort by running time. <laughs> no <laughs> reviews, no titles, just not, I have 96 minutes. Perfect. I'll watch this movie. <laughs> That's exactly what I did with this. I was looking at him going like, oh, it's a 70s uh, exploitation film that is still somehow rocking four stars on Netflix. Oh, it's 90 minutes? Perfect. Uh, so for... <laughs> For uh, <laughs> yeah, it's this movie's so bad. I don't know how it got what it got on Netflix. It's awful. It is called The Vampire Lovers, uh, a 1970s film, and I knew it was going to be great. I knew it was going to be just wonderful. When the first thing that <laughs> pops up is uh, AIP American International Pictures with an association with Hammer Productions, there is nothing quite. Nothing says shit horror <laughs> like Hammer Productions. They've done some truly awful films. And the moment I saw them, I thought, well, I'm looking forward to either seeing Vincent Price or Peter Cushing. And then right after that, it said Peter Cushing, <laughs> whom we all know from Star Wars. Um, and that is like the only quality film he's been in. And he's been in a bunch of garbage. Um. Basically, this film, like all Hammer films, you're going to have a decapitation before the opening credits. <laughs> it's going to be poorly done. It'll probably be a woman. This movie did not disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> it was all, all three of those. Um, now, as I was watching this movie and going, what the hell am I watching? I decided to look up the IMDb page. Uh, Leonard Moulton gives this movie two and a half stars. Mm. So Leonard Moulton, at least he reviewed it. Uh, Yeah, well, (laughs) Leonard Moulton is apparently an idiot. Um, (laughs) This movie is about a seductive vampire named Camilla. She has a last name in this film? Camilla Camille. (laughs) Carstan? Costanza. Something like that. And her family... And, and her family target the beautiful and rich in a remote area in the late 18th century Germany. Ah, uh, boy. Where to, where to go <laughs> oh with this movie? Oh, um, boy. First off, clearly this movie was made in a time before pornography was readily available uh, to everyone at any given moment. Because there's just a whole lot of toplessness in it that is completely unnecessary. <laughs> and me going, I really have some explaining to do if Melissa comes downstairs at this point. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I didn't know, all right? I thought it was well, just going to be a be fair, horror film. I did film. know, but Not... I'm watching it for the podcast. <laughs> Even that for a good It's part. research. It's research. I um, need to talk about their boobs in the review. <laughs> <laughs> the acting in this is just atrocious. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have known it was set in Germany without IMDb telling me because no <laughs> one has a German accent. There's no There indicator. are so many other accents. There's British. There's like Polish. Um, uh, you know, one American dude isn't even trying. Uh, <laughs> but like not a single German. Like, nope, no German. Um, the special effects are what you'd expect <laughs> for a film of this sure, nature. Sure, sure, sure. The... The um, <laughs> just just the the storyline alone doesn't make any sense, huh? and it just seems like the the director was like, 
hey, you know what's going to sell in the, the Midwest? Lesbian vampires. Let's do it. <laughs> Shouldn't we have a script? Bah, overrated. Let's just shoot some uh, lesbian vampires. What's the big deal? Yeah, why are you, what are you asking? The movie, Stop questioning the lesbian vampires. The movie starts out, I thought that something went wrong with Netflix, and I thought it started <laughs> me in the middle of the film. And I'm like, am I, did I miss something? Who is this guy? We, we, we have to follow, let's see if I can figure out which character it is. Um, I already don't care. Uh, <laughs> I stopped uh, caring as soon as I finished that. I did, I did recognize him from uh, a various other films. He always seems to be in um, like Roman time, like Roman films, hmm. uh, but low budget ones. The, okay. the most like high budget film, the, the, the one character that I recognized uh, was in was Jason and the Argonauts. Oh, okay. Uh, but everything else he's been in, like the, the really shitty. Wait, how old is this movie? This is 1970. Okay. Um,. So it, it like opens up on this castle with this guy for no reason he's got a sword and he's like hunting a vampire but you don't know why or who the, like or what's going on and he explains like it's all done in his head like it's a journal entry so it's all done through like uh 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 like narration yeah but the guy's acting on the screen at the same time so and he's talking about, like, I, of course, knew that the vampire could not rest without a trout. Why? We don't know. We're not told. It doesn't matter. It just can't. Um, it's fine. Makes sense. And, he, and he, I, I, I saw the, the apparition out on the moors. I'm like, you're in a moor? So we're in Scotland? All right. Yeah, I'm where are we? Yeah, I'm really confused <laughs> as to where we are. Um, yeah. The movie is, it's, it's, it's very... Difficult to get through because again the the storyline doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, you got a feeling that they made a lot of choices on set of just like, well, we got to get through this scene to get to more nudity. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is, but again, reading the IMDb page, Leonard Malton was like, "Hey, this is one of Hammer Productions' better films." I'm like, that wow. says a lot. Wow, I've seen a couple Hammer films; they're all pretty bad. I already forgot the name of this moon. Uh, the Vampire Lovers. Yeah, it's got a fifty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So not the worst. No, no, that's, that's uh, hey, it's better but, than the last movie but review. But based on nine reviews. <laughs> okay, okay. I will there say we this: go. Oh, okay. if if you like, if you are a big fan of exploitation cinema like I am, then it's passable, which makes it one of the better exploitation films. Leonard Maltin actually said uh, it called it a rather erotic hammer chiller. That's one way of looking at it. A rather erotic hammer chiller. So, like, he's like, like comparing it's to all the rather other. Rather erotic. <laughs> so, um. Leonard Malt was having like a dry spell. Yeah. And when he saw this movie, he was just like, this movie's really good. This was before he oh, guest starred really on uh, Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, so, I, I. Like most of. Well, like all of my review, uh, uh, corner reviews will be. Don't don't go see this one. Um, <laughs> that's the motto of corner. Movies. That's right. If, don't, if, I don't, wasted no, my time, so you didn't have it. to. Don't see this movie unless you are a fourteen-year-old boy living in nineteen eighty. <laughs> yep. Oh, the nineteen ninety. This movie is. <laughs> this movie is pre, gold. If you, if you if find yourself in pre-internet times, and you are you know raging hormones. Yep. You know, going yep. through puberty. This is the movie for you. 13-year-old 13, 13 me would have loved this movie. 30-year-old me goes, 
Really? Does she have to be topless for this scene again? <laughs> Couldn't we just have some dialogue? You just don't understand artistic integrity. I guess not. I guess not. So, it's out on it's out on Netflix, kids. Yeah. And it, it pairs well with the Silver Linings. It pairs well with Truly, me. truly a companion piece, I would say. <laughs> yes, truly. Oh, it's it's so bad. So, all right, moving on to our main event. It's we saw main event. We saw Silver Linings Playbook. After a stint in a mental institution, former teacher Pat Solitano moves back in with his parents and tries to reconcile with his ex-wife. Things get more challenging when Pat meets Tiffany, a mysterious girl with problems of her own. This movie stars Bradley Cooper. Uh, Bradley. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer, Bradley. Jennifer Lawrence, Robert De Niro, Chris Tucker. That's about all the names I care to mention of the ones I can pronounce. Oh, and Julia Stiles. So, yeah, what did you guys... What did you guys think of Silver Linings Playbook? Well, I saw this shortly after it came out back in 2012. Um, Same. I believe it came out. Yes, it did. It came out during Oscar season. Mm -hmm. So I was curious about the film, even though at that time my relationship with Bradley Cooper was... Right. A bit more tepid. It was, pre, it was a pre-American hustle, Bradley Pre-American Cooper. hustle, pre-Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep, so yep. I was sort of indifferent. I had seen him in other roles where I thought, like, ah, eh, you know, he's got potential. Not that I had seen the movies, but I had seen right. him in the roles. I had right. seen previews, etc. And I was like, eh, you know, he looks all right. And I think I had seen the episode of Between Two Ferns with him right. at that time, too, <laughs> which I was like, you know what? This guy's actually pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but I, I wasn't overly enthusiastic. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence at the time I did really like because mm-hmm. I had seen her in Winter's Bone. Mm-hmm. I think it was the year before, and I really enjoyed that movie. And her hype was just budding at right. this point in time. This was not right. the J Law that we know now. Right. That is like the queen of the internet, yes, queen of the fappening or whatever. <laughs> and like everyone loves her and wants to see her naked. Right. This was sort of like she was still kind of on the up and up then, but I liked her. So I came into this movie. Basically watching it for one reason, which was that it talks a lot about the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, oh, that wasn't the reason I thought about it? Okay, no, go right ahead. No, Kim, that you? was actually the, the impetus for me kind of going into this movie with like a positive outlook of like, well, even if it's kind of a standard rom-com, at least it's A whole like, lot of Eagles. There's, there's a lot of Eagles, so that's a cool backdrop for me because I am an Eagles fan. And what I got was actually, and again, it is a romantic comedy, but... I feel like that kind of cheapens it because usually when you think of a romantic comedy, there's not a lot of like what this movie has to offer. Oh, right. Which is a lot of like depth and uh, sort of like interesting, you know, human sub themes of, of mental illness, uh-huh. uh, parental relationships, um, sort of like dealing with your own demons and overcoming you know past relationships there's a lot of shit that goes into this movie oh, absolutely. before it even really becomes a romantic comedy to be honest i mean to call it a romantic comedy i mean that's a uh, first off to 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 i i neglected to mention this was of course written and directed by david o russell mm-hmm. um american hustle three kings the fighter um good stuff other other great movies yes um 
So one of the things, and I don't know if this is an unfair judgment, one of the things that I ha- look for when I when it, I determine a movie is a rom-com is it has to follow the set beats of a rom-com. Yes. And this movie borrows some of them. Yeah. It doesn't stray from them. Yeah, I mean, it does like, you know, the, the two people start out not really liking each other and then they learn to work together. But it does it in such a roundabout and different way that I you don't think about it until like you're forced to um so it i mean it has that going for it um and to be and un- unlike yeah. most rom-coms it's legitimately funny mm-hmm. but also has moments of just like cringe like oh this is awful um not awful as in quality but like awful as in like that would be the worst to have to endure yeah uh <laughs> so to, to call it a romantic comedy is, I mean, the, the, the romance end of it, I'd say, is like on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would call it more of a, a even comedy the, or a drama. I, I would say even the comedy kind of is, to be honest, because... Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, a lot of times you're laughing because it hurts. I mean, it's true. So, it's some, true. Of, some, of, some of the things that I laughed, and I thought about this especially on my second watch... Some of the things that I laugh at in this movie, I I laugh at because I don't want to just sit there and like think about how painful it is. Oh, absolutely. Uh, some of his breakdowns and and things like that, like some of them are kind of funny, but at the same time, when you look at it at face value, it's like, wow, this is like a guy that's living with his parents because he can't do it on his own, right? Because he's yeah. just like ready to snap at any moment. Yeah, he's he's literally losing everything. Yeah. Um. As far as performances concern are, are concerned, um, I think everybody knocks it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Um, again, as much as I want to hate Jennifer Lawrence, I once again can't. Uh, why do you want to hate? I her? want to hate her so much. I don't really why? Know why at this point. I think it's because I was introduced to her through Hunger Games. Hunger Games, and I hated everything about that movie so very much. Um, have you seen um, but Winter's? Like, have you seen Winter's Bone? I have seen Winter's Bone. That because you should that really is judge what, her by that. That's her wi- first. Wi- Winter's Bone. Role. Winter's Bone um, turned the tide. Uh, I, I I I didn't do a complete one eighty, but I was like, all right, I can roll with this. Um, and then of course, American Hustle uh, brought me into the fold. Um, and now this movie uh, kind of solidifies her in my mind. It's like, wow, she is a great actress. What's crazy about her in this movie is that. Now, this, of course, came before American Hustle. That This is the second movie that I've read now that David O. Russell was like, no, you're too young. And then was like, all right. You're all right, good. you're good. <laughs> After seeing good. her like audition. Because <laughs> um, I remember I remember us talking about that with American, American Hustle. Hustle. He was yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're way too young. To Even be... Christian Bale was like, she's way too yeah, young. You're I can't, way too I can't young deal to be with Christian this. Bale's wife, blah, blah, blah. And then she you know, auditioned, and they were like, nope. Never mind. You're good. <laughs> Perfect. Which, it's so true. It's so weird because... She she filmed this pretty much concurrently, I think, with Hunger Games, or the, the schedules had to be pretty close. Fairly and in that close. movie, she is playing like a, she's playing like an older teenage girl. She's right? like nineteen. She was, tw- in she was yeah. twenty one in this movie, like her actual age is twenty one. And in this movie, she's you know we're meant to believe that she's been married and her husband died. Right. So like right. at least mid twenties. I'd say probably at least upper twenties. Yeah. Um, and it's believable, honestly. Absolutely, it's believable. believable. 
I don't think the whole time like, oh, that's weird. Who's this young girl that he's like getting involved with? No, right. it's it's believable to me that her character, you know, not that she's like super old or anything, but I don't think Bradley Cooper's character is necessarily supposed to be super old. Right. Um, even though I think Bradley Cooper is thirty, what well, was thirty eight when this is filmed, which means he's forty now. How is he forty? Yeah, 40, 40, and he looks love better than me. I love him so much. <laughs> better than all he of us my combined. new. He has replaced Brad Pitt as my like ultimate Hollywood man crush. Yeah. Really? He really? really has. Because Brad Pitt is almost like unapproachable in some ways. Right. Whereas like Bradley Cooper is like a legitimately like funny guy that right. I would want to hang around with. Sorry, sorry, Christoph Waltz is still my uh, Hollywood man oh, crush. Oh, he's like, up there. He's up there. <clears throat> but like, that beard. But like, he, so he doesn't. Good. But in that in that case, like even like like Christoph Waltz in a different way, not that he doesn't seem approachable from a friendly standpoint, but I just would be too intimidated by him. Oh hell, I wouldn't be able to say hi to him. But like I, I, would, be- I would be able to say hi to Bradley Cooper. Like I feel like if I saw like when you see him, after I yeah. got over, like I feel like or I feel like if I was freaking out, he would be a guy who'd be like, hey, it's all right. Hey, what's up? How you doing? And I'd yeah. be like, oh my god, you're the best guy ever, and like it would be fine. I want to believe this. Like, I don't want to learn that he's an asshole. Christoph Waltz <laughs> would just like he he would like maybe try to do that, but like I feel like he would just be like still intimidating even during that. He'd be like, it's okay, and, and you're like, like ah, ah, this is worse. You're making it worse. When I when I you're incredible. I gotta go. I can't control the volume of my voice. <laughs> when when I watched the Between Two Ferns with him, and then I like read a little bit. Not that I'm super into like celebrity whatever, but I read a little bit about he how he and Zach Galifianakis are actually like right. good friends. I was like, this guy has to be cool, right? Zach yeah. Galifianakis wouldn't oh yeah. hang out with somebody <laughs> that was like fake and right. you know right. just an an a yeah. hole or whatever. Yeah, I've heard. So, I've actually uh, in preparation for this film when this was coming out, he was on uh, Howard Stern. He did an interview and mm-hmm. he. Is he? Had, it was an amazing interview. If you ever want to seek out, pretty, he's been on. I think. I think like three times now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's awesome. So so good. He's just. He really like connects and opens up in a way that like you know you don't see with a lot of people. Like a lot of people like get very defensive, whatever. When you know if people start certain asking him like certain asked, questions yeah. or certain avenues, but he like rolls with everything and was just like well. Handles himself perfectly and, and and like you know is very like humble throughout somehow mm-hmm. like he doesn't need to be he could definitely not be that way but he just comes across as very like like approachable down to earth like normal person which right. is like hard to ab- imagine because I also I also appreciated the fact that he could uh, work in a movie with Chris Tucker and not let Chris Tucker steal the movie yeah um, Chris Tucker this is probably his most successful role in terms of like doing not being Chris Tucker right right because because right. if you weren't super familiar with Chris Tucker you might not know that it's him right like you, you might or or if you like saw this movie as your first thing you've ever saw with Chris Tucker and then saw another movie like wait that's the same guy yeah <laughs> you're like what? He's good. At, yeah. He's good in it, though. Oh, like, he's right. very he's supporting, good. But you'd it's be like, supporting role. You'd, you'd you'd go yeah. then see Rush Hour and you'd be like. What? what the oh, hell? What happened? Oh yeah, yeah. What did he have a stroke? <laughs> I don't have a stroke. <laughs> like this is just the perfect sprinkling of Chris Tucker. Yeah. Not too much. Not too little. It's perfect. Uh, and of course, Robert De Niro does a great job in it. Yeah, he's great. Um, kind of playing uh, uh, an equally crazy, but in a in a in a different More way. Dude, um, way. Yeah, like he's got massive OCD when it comes to the Eagles. 
Like yeah. he has his own and, little and, rituals. And does not recognize how much he is like straining his relationship with his son because of it. Yeah, exactly. Like his son's his good luck charm. Yeah. To get him to win. You know, get the Eagles to win. Um so I mean like yeah, I I, I went into this movie part uh, I probably would have liked it a lot more if I was in a better mood when I was in a pretty bad mood when I started watching was it. Was this the first time you watched it for this? First time. Okay. First time I'd okay, never cool. seen it before, and everybody was like, yeah. you have to see it. It's great. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, somebody at my work yelled at me for not having seen it. Um, so I was like, all right. I'll get, but I, I, I was in a pretty pretty shitty mood. Um, I will say, at the end of this movie, I was in a less awful mood. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably would have liked it a lot more if I was just in a... Just a better headspace for it. But we were running out of time, and I had to watch it that night. Well, you, um, I, I don't know. Also, like, like I wondered how you would um, react to the movie from a living with a person uh, with a bipolar. Oh, well, I can tell you that. I had some like, fucking flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I, I like like there there are moments that, you know, like, you know, in this movie that I'm like, wow, I can't imagine. <laughs> and then I'm like, I know some people. That are- yeah, and I went, wow, I remember. <laughs> so, like, so, I, I, uh, yeah, it's, I, I know it would be, it might be hard to, to be like, this is enjoyable. Yeah, there was like, like, it'd be like, you you know, St. Private Ryan's great, but if I was in World War II, I, I wouldn't want to watch it. Yeah, you'd right. be like, yeah. oh, like, man, nope. can't wait to watch that again yeah. and relive nope. all the worst things <laughs> yeah. that have ever happened to me. Yeah, yeah there were definitely some moments like that. Um, but overall, I think I, I'm, you know, the, the movie won me over. Uh, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I don't know that it quite deserves the praise that I heard some people give it. Cause I was yeah, like, I, I, a lot of people made it out to be like, I, I remember thinking I, I better not expect what, cause some people really put this movie up high. Yeah. Um, Saying, I mean, I think it was worthy of Oscar talk. I don't know if it oh, was... Oh, no, it was definitely worthy of Oscar talk. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying yeah, that. I, I'm saying some people, when they were like, they're like, you've not seen Silver Lining's Playbook? It's one of the greatest movies of all time. No. Like, Let's slow that no, no, down. No, no, That's, no, no, no. There's only so many movies it's you a can very, say that It's a about. very good movie. Um, um, oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, and, and well, the, the, well, the, the one... Uh, uh, praise laid at it was uh, I forget who told me this. They said it it it, it solidified them uh, into paying attention to uh, Jennifer Lawrence, like just her performance. Right. Whereas before that, before this, and th- this was coming from someone who saw it like in 2012, they didn't they didn't care. Um, and I was like, okay, that's a fair that's a fair judgment of this film. I, you know, I I I I enjoyed her performance. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I have no problem saying I have the advantage of watching this movie when I did, because again, I watched it just after it had been released, and I was going into it thinking, thinking like, you know what, this seems like a better, you know, this seems like a good romantic comedy. Yeah, which I'm not afraid to watch a romantic comedy. I like a good romantic comedy, and what I got was, you know. I I think that's such a good movie. I don't even think it's fair to label it as a romantic comedy. Right. So yeah. It depends on how you come into it. Now, with like you know hindsight, a lot of people sort of look at it less like a romantic comedy and like, oh, it's this amazing movie. And like, yes, it is very, very. It's a very good movie. It's not, you know, I wouldn't even say it's one of the best movies that's come out in the past five years necessarily. If we were going to make like a top five or ten or something, right, like that. right. Um, 
but it's still very very good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely quality. So I I would thoroughly recommending uh, going and seeing it. Um, it's it's got a lot of great moments. Um, a lot of moments we're like, what? I in my opinion, it does get a little ridiculous towards the end with the whole uh, dance competition, but the payoff for it is so charming that I'm like, well, I can't. I think the actual I think the actual dance is great. Oh yeah, the dance is yeah. no uh, the dance is good. I just thought like as far as a story like an A to B to C story, oh, okay. I thought the dance competition was a little ridiculous. But I think like again like w- like kind of what Matt's saying is like if you go into it as a romantic comedy, it's like oh this is you I know, guess then like, it does make these perfect moments sense. are great. You know like like Love Actually is a great romantic comedy. Still have to see that one. It's not like. Th- a great movie i wouldn't put it in any kind of list of the best movies of all times but as soon as you say best romantic comedies of all times right. it's like at the top five it's like, like right. at the top of the list it's you know it's like happens. we were talking about with our like when i talked about with like my badass movie list or, or right, the list exactly. that we've done right. like yeah you, you sometimes you do have to judge yeah. things in a little bit of a vacuum right like at, if you're gonna claim this movie is a if you're gonna say like this is a romantic comedy which again, like it, it kind of is, kind of isn't. Right. If you're saying it's a romantic comedy, I will totally go on board and be like, absolutely, one of right. the best of all time. Yeah, but sure. I, I think it's almost unfair to do that because I think it's so good. You do have to place it in higher class and be like, but then it's it, just it, a really, it's, really it great movie. It almost suffers. In, then in it some almost ways. suffers because you're like, <laughs> right, it's really not right. as good as like all those really, really great movies. Right. right. Kind of um, so it's kind of like in yeah. the in between. You know For what I mean? Sure. For sure. So, well, uh, why don't we? Uh, let me put a rating on this sucker here. Oh, hold on, I gotta look. Oh, up. I gotta look up. <laughs> oh, did you have an idea? I mean, somebody else can go. Nope, you always start. Gotta, gotta okay. keep it up. I give it a five out of ten. <laughs> the, the score that they got in the dance competition. Nice. <laughs> and I nice. am going to give it uh, forty-four out of six. Was the score of the Eagles game? Ah, night. yes. Nice. <laughs> was that a legit game? I don't watch football. Yes, right. I, I actually I remember watching that game. Like and when Jordan, you were seeing the Jordan movie, was at you that saw the game. movie. Ar- oh, that's cool. Jordan was that's at awesome. that game. That's great. Was, yeah. Did they mention it? Like when he that's was at the, it? Though, like, did would they say, "Hey, we we're gonna," you know, this might appear in. I, I wondered it. Like while he was at the game, were they like, "Hey, in a few years"? No, 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 no. Oh, wait, what? Like so, the movie was 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 filmed in like a year, like a year before, a couple years before, right? Or did they reference a game that happened? <sighs> when was it filmed? Because the game in question was in two thousand. Wait, was it eight or nine? Oh, then it definitely would have been filmed by. Then. Yeah, it developed, uh, thirty three. Yeah, schedule. it was two thousand eight football season. takes Takes place over the second half of the two thousand and eight football yeah, season. Yeah, it was December twenty eighth, two thousand eight. So I don't know when. I'm sure it was filmed after that. Oh, oh, I yeah. see what you're saying. So it just took so place no. then. Okay. Yeah. Because they didn't. Yeah, well, this, they, they didn't have this to is all, actually have any this, footage at the game. And this is all based specific. Game. This is all based on a book. Right. Um, which interest? Wait, that doesn't make any sense. The book came it out. Was, yeah, it was before the book it was came published. out before the game. Weird. They so probably the, changed they, it for they the must movie. Have changed yeah, they probably the just movie. changed it around. Yeah, because the book came out in uh, December or September second, two thousand eight. So it couldn't have mentioned that game. No, interesting. It must have. Hmm. 
So I'm going to give it uh, two out of three movies that made me finally like Jennifer Lawrence. There you go. Good so, job. There you go. There, there you so go. So begrudging. See, you guys, like, you guys it's like we don't even win. want you anymore. You guys, we don't you guys even win. want you on the J-Log bandwagon. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to be here either. No, I don't want to be here either. You gotta walk behind with your bindle as we ride the rails (laughs) of the J Law (laughs) bandwagon. (laughs) And Chris, like, "Mm, I wish I was on that train. Yeah, you wish you were. No, no, I don't want to be. I'm I'm, here like a hobo. I have to. I have to. Like, you know, I, I, I. It is my opinion that opinions can be wrong, and my opinion that she's the worst was wrong, and it. It really upsets me that I was wrong about something. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, well, that's just what you think. Also, scored by Danny Elfman. Yes, I forgot to mention that. That's one thing that hit also, struck wow. me. Wow. Managed to Dan- pry himself away from a Tim Burton film. <laughs> hey, the man's well, done good work outside no, of he, Tim Burton yes, films. Yes. He just keeps going back to that sweet, sweet paycheck. <laughs> yeah. So... So our next uh, next week's episode is going to be Fury, uh, the Brad Pitt, Shia LaBeouf film about tanks and stuff. <laughs> about tanks and stuff. About that's from that's stuff. from the regular IMDb synopsis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If yeah. You get to pro. Have, if you pro. if you want to hear a better synopsis, you'll have to go pro. <laughs> hey, hey IMDb, I know much. you're not listening. I wish there seriously. was a middle one. I wish there was it like a like a not amateur but not pro. Do you know like a college? League IMDb, where it could be like they IMD- give you they give you like the half synopsis. I don't need a IMDb two paragraph synopsis. minor league, right? Minor league, yeah, triple IMDb. IMDb. Yeah, like I, I don't want I don't want like a full you know synopsis of the entire film, but I also mm-hmm. don't want bout tanks. <laughs> so bout bout tanks, <laughs> wonderful. All right, well, uh, that about wraps it up here for us on End of the Critic. Uh, yeah. Normally, I would go into a spiel right now, but it always depresses <laughs> oh me. I don't know why I get so down. You get down so for, down now at down the end of every this, episode. At the end of every episode, I realize, like, what did we do with our time? Look, <laughs> I watched. I watched a movie called Vampire Lover. What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> God, was, I watched some shitty films. That was your decision, and I um, shouldn't have made it. You should have been there to stop me, Matt. You should have like, what are you doing? I'm not your mother. Why are you doing this? Uh, my wife should have been there to stop me. She's not your mother. She's your mother. <laughs> no, and your not. mother doesn't have that responsibility either. <laughs> your mother, in this case, is not your mother. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I don't she, know. She's not your mother. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, don't, I got nothing. So. <laughs> no, anyway. Go hey, on. Look, let's, Matt and I will start ending the shows yeah, now. Yeah, come on. All right. We'll go you into guys, one of our classic bits. That goes way too long. <laughs> It is really Get hard ready for out. another hour and a half, Just everybody. Just long enough, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Keenly timed by our comedic sensibilities. Uh, yeah, that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> so. Serenely paced. <laughs> well, anyway. For your listening pleasure. <laughs> Until next time. Fred, Matt and I went to the beating a dead horse school of comedy. <laughs> See, a Once, lot of people okay. say a lot of three people times say, better, six or more times comedy. Yeah, gold. a lot of people say three is the the like sweet spot yeah. for like you you do a joke and you do yeah. like the one example and then the second and then the third is your punchline. Boom. Line. 
Parker and I have really experimented <laughs> with the idea of like, what about six or nine or sometimes fifteen right. times? We got into we. I mean, Matt and I in college did you know differential equations, statistics. I mean, we decided three is such a small number. You know they how many the, numbers there are? What, what you're basically There's like saying, a, like an infinite amount of numbers. Oh, yes. You guys are so saying that numbers. you've worked it out to a science. Yes, that a joke that. only gets a joke is like a fine wine. It only gets better with oh, repetition. Yeah. <laughs> Or so, like the grapes, where you just keep crushing them and crushing, crushing them, and crushing them, and crushing them, and crushing them, crushing them. Sure, that's that's not how you make pulverized. Crush them, crush them, crush them, crush them, and then you wait a really long time, mm-hmm. and then you can enjoy it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> If you like wine, what's really sad is uh, right. uh, uh, for for the listeners who don't know Parker and Matt, they're like this in real life too. Once the mics go off, this doesn't stop. Yeah, uh, I, I, Parker, I'll bring up the hot seat. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag hot seat that never ended. <laughs> uh, so if you don't know what that is, follow Parker on Facebook and on Instagram. On, on I'm Facebook. sorry, Instagram. So until next time, I'm Chris Klump. I'm Matt Schaefer, shouting into the void of sadness that is my life with constant humor. And I'm Parker. (laughs) We'll see you next time. (laughs)